0: Hi guys, this is Elba with Broken Journey, the podcast, a podcast that talks about broken journeys in life, as well as bonus topics like domestic violence, Hispanic Heritage Month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and other topics I will be talking about along the way. My hope is that by listening to these testimonies, it will give you the courage to overcome your own broken journey. Let's create a masterpiece from our broken pieces. Guys, you can listen to our podcasts on major platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we are now available on Amazon Music Podcasts and iHeartRadio. So, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at brokenjourney__. The podcast. And if you enjoy any of these episodes, please feel free to share them with your friends. We never know who we might be helping in this time in their life. Bye guys. Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. This episode is going to be about how to create a personal growth plan. And this is kind of like a follow-up for my previous episode with my friend Enrique, because we spoke about personal growth and we got so much feedback behind that episode that I figured why not follow up and give you some tips and ideas on how to create your own personal growth plan, right? So first we're going to talk about what is a growth plan. A growth plan is a plan that is like a blueprint for your life. It is. It all starts with your purpose. Your personal growth isn't just for like People who are feeling stuck, right? It's also for people who want to grow in other areas of their life. It doesn't necessarily have to be personal, it can be a business, it can be at work. So, there are different aspects where you can use these tips that I'm going to give you. It doesn't necessarily have to be with your personal life, right? It can be in a relationship, it can be, again, work and all that other stuff. Um, But first, I want to put out a disclaimer. The information that I am sharing today is both from Tony Robbins' website and High Five Test's website, and also from some of my personal journeys as well. So I just want to put that out there. Um, I did some research and I figured, you know, these, this topic was such a hit that, you know, it's always good to share for people who feel like they are not sure how to get started. Right. Um, you know, we all come to a place where, you know, We feel like, I know what I want to do, but I just don't know how to get there. You know, I want to go, some people want to go from point A to point Z without getting through all the other alphabets, right? (laughs) And that's impossible sometimes. Um, And sometimes people get lucky. I don't know. But... For the majority of us, (laughs) there are steps to be able to help you with this, right? Um, So to grow personally, you must be able to evolve into a different person than you were before. And remember, guys, you must, you must, must, must be open and receptive to change in order for you to grow mentally. So... I want to give an example, and I don't want people to get offended, but I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. It's kind of like being a former drug addict and hanging out with the same people that you used to use drugs with, right? It, it, it doesn't make any sense because eventually you're going to want to tap back into using the drug, right? So I hope no one gets offended by this, but this was something that just popped (laughs) into my head at the moment as an example. And that's what I used. So guys, we are going to have seven steps here. And, um, you know, if you want to pause this so that you can get a pen and paper to write down all this information, you can, um, I don't think that will be available on, (laughs) on Instagram. But um yeah, I would I would definitely pause this and get a notebook and write down whatever you can and I'll try to talk slow um so that you can capture this information, right? So, step 1 is develop your vision. A lot of times people want to start but they don't have a vision. So think about where you want to be in the next year or the next five to 10 years, right? Sometimes, I don't know who it was. I I was talking to somebody um, that was on an interview and she says, they asked me, where do I see myself in five years? And she was like, in my head, I was thinking fucking retirement. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be working. So, you know. It, it's it's funny but you know some people don't like to think that far ahead. So if you only want to think about a year then do a year right don't do the five the five to six or five to ten year plan right It's good to review something and maybe put a mental note that in five years you want to get to certain areas but focus mainly on a year. And then once you get into the habit of doing your growth plan, you may be able to stretch that further. Instead of a year, you can do a two-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan for yourself, right? And it's okay if you are not sure of your vision. However, when you start writing things down, they will start to come to you. And then I also have some questions that you can ask yourself to help you figure out your vision. So, number one is what motivates and inspires you? This is important because if you don't have anything to motivate you, then you're not going to do what you want to do, right? So, what motivates and inspires you. Number 2. What kind of person do you want to be? Right? A lot of times people don't think about, you know, what kind of person they want to be. Right? They just think um oh, I'll just do whatever this, I'll do this, I'll do that and they're not specific. So, you want to be specific about who you want to be. Like, let's say in the next year, I want to be a supervisor in my department or in the next year, I am debt free. I will owe no credit cards. I will be able to do this. I will be able to do this. That's a little example, right? And then what are your beliefs and your values in life? Those are important as well because you want that to align with your purpose, right? You want your beliefs and your values to align with your purpose because that's going to bring the best out of you. And then I think that was number three. Number four, (laughs) what areas do you have that you want to improve in your life? So let's say you are tardy all the time, right? For us Latinos, (laughs) a majority of us are late half the time because we don't want to be the first one at the party. Like, hello. (laughs) So what areas do you want to improve in your life? Let's say, like for me, my first language is English. I want to improve Spanish. I want to improve that in my life. So that's something that, you know, will align with my purpose, things that I want to change in my life, being able to help, you know, the Hispanic community and being able to speak in Spanish with the right words, because half the time I can't say some of these words. And then half the time I'm speaking Spanglish. So, you know, trying to work on that. But anyway, those are some ideas for you to think about, about improving things in your life, right? What is your sense of purpose? A lot of times we don't know, or we think we don't know what our purpose is in life, right? And that's something that we want to ensure that we align with our personal growth. And some a book that I'm going to recommend is The Four Agreements by Don, Don Miguel Ruiz. So Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's a good book to help you figure some of these things out when it comes to your purpose, right? Now we're going on to step two, do a reality check. Review where you are now with your vision. We should evaluate ourselves so that we know where we need to improve. So like I just said, I speak Spanish, but hell, I don't speak it perfect. And there's a lot of things that I need to improve in order for me to speak to the Spanish community, right? So. Those are things on my list to do. Improve your Spanish speaking skills. (laughs) And remember, when you're speaking Spanish, you're speaking Spanish. When you're speaking English, you're speaking English. You're not speaking Spanglish. (laughs) So, okay. And then what skills do you have? What is the gap between where you are now and where you want to be? So again, I'm going back to me with the Spanish. I know I need to improve my Spanish, right? I do have some Spanish skills, but I need to improve it in order for me to say that I'm going to do an like an all-Spanish podcast, let's say, for an example. So if I'm going to do an all-Spanish podcast, I need to be able to say those words that I can't say right now <laughs> so that I can do that spanish podcast that all spanish podcast so guys i i just have to make fun of some of the things that i do but anyway that you know these are some examples so that you can have and kind of help you to think about some of the things that you know you can improve and what skills that you have that you you know that you need to improve, right? Um, Some people are math skills or some people are English versus the Spanish, right? Um, but we all have things that we already have when it comes to skills, but we want to sharpen them, right? So again, I'm giving ideas from my own personal life and things that I want to do to help me align with my personal growth. And I'm hoping that this will help you as well and make you laugh at the same time. (laughs) Okay, we're on to step three. Set your plan. Once you clarify your vision and conduct the reality check, it's time to create the plan. And here are some techniques on creating your plan. You can start with a smart goal technique. And this is an acronym, right? And so S is for specific. What specifically do you want to do when it comes to your vision and your goal? M is for measurable. You want to measure and track your goals so you can see your progress. Because when you don't see your progress, you start to think that you're not getting anywhere. So for me, I'm very visual. So I tend to get a whiteboard and start writing down the things that I want to accomplish, my goals. And I start checking them off as I go along. And I also do a mini vision board. So I take like an eight by 10 paper and I write down things that I want to accomplish. I take pictures and I paint, I take them on there and I have that and I put it in a protective sheet, the plastic protective sheet and I hang it up right in front of my bathroom in my mirror or right before I get out the shower so that I can see it every single day. And this helps me to visually see where I want to go. And this has helped me in so many areas of my life. And let me tell you something, it's truly worth it. Okay, so we have S for specific, M for measurable, A is for attainable. Make sure that you can reasonably accomplish your goal within a certain time frame. right? So let's say... You know, you want to say, you want to get out of $10,000 debt. There are some people who are able to do it in a year and some people who are not. You know where you are and how you can accomplish these goals. So, for instance, if you want to get out of that $10,000 debt within a year, you know, sometimes that may not be reasonable, you know, if you only have one income. And, you know, you're unable to get a second job to help you do it. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm saying give yourself a reasonable amount of time to accomplish these goals. Don't go unrealistic and say in five months, I am going to be $10,000 out of debt (laughs) because half the time that that's not realistic, right? So on to the next one, which is R. And which is realistic. (laughs) Your goals should align with your value and or relative to your goals. So again, you want to be able to set a goal that is realistic and it's attainable. And then the last one is T, which is for time. Set a realistic deadline. This will give you the motivation to keep and complete your goals because you don't want to say oh you know this is my goal but you don't have a deadline cuz what's going to happen is that you're going to keep pushing it out and pushing it out and pushing it out and then you're never going to obtain it right so you want to be able to put a deadline on certain things. Like for instance, I want to take this course about, you know, speaking in Spanish or, you know, some whatever course that you want to take, right? So let's say, you know, you have a course that you paid for, right? And there's no deadline on the course It's a self-paced course, but you know that you want to accomplish this in a certain amount of time, because if you don't, then you're going to slack off on it. Right. So let's say I have a Spanish course that's going to help me with communication. And in this Spanish course, it's going, I mean, you know, I say, you know, I need this For a conference that I'm gonna have in January. So, you know that in two months, right? Right now we're in, we're gonna be in November tomorrow. So, in two months, you need to complete that course. And then in between, there's the holidays. So, you need to measure the time that you have available so that you can complete that course by January 1st. So, you guys get what I'm trying to say here? And so, Another thing that, you know, will help you set your plan is by breaking down your goals. A lot of the times people write down their goals. And let's say we're going to say one year. You want to complete a certain goal in a year. That's fine. You write down by next year, this time I want to have that, 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 that done. Now, what you need to do is after you have that year, you want to break it down into months and weeks, or break it down by quarters and then months, right? So that way, you know that each month, let's say the year, quarter, and then month, so in one year, you're saying, I want to be able to complete a Spanish course and know how to speak Spanish fluently. I I know that's not really obtainable, but I'm just saying, I'm just using this as an example, guys, okay? (laughs) So in each quarter, you wanna be able to, let's say the, the course has 10 modules. Right. And because it's a self paced course. So let's say that self paced course, you want each quarter, you want to be able to complete three and a half of those modules. Right. And then every month, you need to break down how much time you have in order for you to do these. Uh, modules, right? So remember that. Break down your goals. I like to break my goals down in years, months, weeks, and days because a lot of the times we spend so much time doing other things versus doing what's going to help us improve in life, right? So I like to be able to say, okay, in this week, I have this amount of time. And so on this day and this day, I'm gonna focus on taking these courses and the modules that I need to take. So those are those are another example, right? And then we're going on to step four, find supportive habits. To move closer to your goal is by creating positive, effective habits and routines. Again, like I said, Write down the hours you have available for you to study. because if you don't, then you' you're just keeping yourself back, right? And this is still pertaining to the Spanish course because I don't know what other example to use right now. <laughs> so and then create one habit at a time so that you don't overwhelm yourself again. Break your goals down and each month or each week, whatever you're doing, make sure that you are focusing on that one goal, right? I'm focusing on completing modules one and two for the month of October. And then for the month of November, I'm going to do three and four for the month of December. I'm going to do five and six like that. And then, um, I'm going to recommend this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. This thing is so good. Um, at first, when I, I started listening to it through Audible. And I really got into the things that he says about, you know, creating good habits. So I recommend this book if you have a moment, you can also borrow it from your library. And if you have a library app, um, you can actually use that to get um, your audibles. And then once you put these new habits into play, they will become second nature to you. So remember that once you create a habit, it's going to continue. And it's kind of like, shooting the breeze. You already know what to do. It's kind of like brushing your teeth, right? Every morning you get up, you use the bathroom and you start brushing your teeth. It's kind of like that. So step five, define your don'ts. That's right. You heard that. Define your don'ts. Beware of distractions, social media, Netflix, games. Those can rob you of your productivity. And let me tell you something, I'm not against sitting down watching a a movie. I'm not against social media because sometimes I could get addicted to it, but know that time yourself, time yourself on your phone when it comes to social media. And when it comes to, you know, watching movies and games and stuff like that, we all have, we all should rather have some downtime, right? Um, because we all need a break, but be conscious of the time that you are spending on these habits of social media, Netflix, and blah, blah, blah. And these things, you know, we call them non-productive activities for a reason, because you're wasting a lot of time just sitting there and then create a not to-do list. Um, You know, I heard this on a training a few months ago, and it makes so much sense. So here are some things that you're probably going to be like, yes, I can put that on my not-to-do list. (laughs) Laundry, washing your car, cutting the lawn, house cleaning, administrative work, you know, like filing. If you have a business, filing. Or, you know, just things that maybe you can hire somebody if you can afford it, right? If you can afford to hire somebody to do these things, not only are you freeing up time to do what you really want to do, but you are also helping some small business and their families, right? Put food on the table, like someone who cleans houses for a living, You know, you, you don't know what their past experiences was, or maybe they got left go from their corporate America job. And they said, well, you know what? I'm going to start doing, you know, some house cleaning in order for me to get money to put food on the table. So that is the not to do list (laughs) and I'm all for it. (laughs) Okay. So we're on to step six, create actions and rewards. Keep a system of prompts and rewards to keep you motivated throughout your journey, right? So write phrases that you can see in your workspace that will help you to keep you motivated. Kind of like, you got this. Don't give up on your dreams. Stop putting your dreams on hold. You know, I know I can get this done. There's nothing that is going to stop me. Things like that, right? I actually have, um, stop putting your dreams on hold on my whiteboard because I keep putting my dreams on hold to work in corporate America. (laughs) So this is motivating for me right now, right? Every morning, you know, I just started, I put that, I think I put it last week and I, I, I look at it every morning to remind me that to keep moving and keep going forward. Okay, rewards. Reward yourself when you have completed a monthly or quarterly goal. Even if it's a special little latte that you like to drink that you don't often purchase, right? An outfit that you've been eyeballing. (laughs) Or, you know, a special lunch date with a friend. You know, let's say you've been so busy that you haven't seen one of your friends in a long time. You say, hey, girl, you know, let's go out for, you know, a lunch date or whatever. And, you know, have have time with your friends, right? Because that's important. So now we're on to step seven, which is the final step. Review your personal growth plan. In order to know whether or not your plan is working, you need to measure it. Measuring your progress helps to keep you accountable and it helps to identify flaws in your plan, right? Because maybe there's something that's not working and you, you not paying attention because you're still trying to focus going day by day. When you look back, that's when you'll know what's working and what's not working. So if you see that certain areas in your plan are not working, be open to going back To your plan and making any necessary changes or adjustments that you need to make. Keep in mind that your growth plan is a continuous, lifelong process. We tend to think that, oh, you know, once I'm done, that's it. No, there, you know, you have changes in your life, there's gonna be different stages in your life. And in those different stages, things will eventually have to shift. Right. So again, your personal growth is a continuous lifelong progress. And this doesn't mean that certain things in your life is not right anymore. It just means that, you know, you want to continue to grow. And when you're continuing to grow, things are going to be keep changing. And so let's, I'm going to give you an example. When you don't have kids, You can just pick up and leave for an event at any time. Somebody calls you last minute They say, mira, nena, let's go hang out. Let's go have drinks. And you say, okay, cuando, when, where, how? (laughs) And you decide, okay, I'm ready to go, right? And you can just pick up and leave, right? But when you have children, you can't do that. If your friend calls you and tells you at the last minute, hey, girl, we're going out for drinks. You want to come and meet us? You're going to say, oh, wait a minute. I need a babysitter. I need to make sure somebody's available to babysit. Do I have enough money to pay that babysitter? (laughs) You understand? So those are kind of the examples when it comes to, you know, the shifting in your life. So you always need to think about those things. And then finally, here are some questions you can ask yourself when reviewing your personal growth plan, right? Number one is, what is working well in your current plan? Number two, how far away am I from my long-term goals? Number three, what should I focus on next week or next month? And number four, what did I learn from accomplishing these goals that I set? So guys, these are the seven steps. And again, I hope that you pause this so that you were able to write some of these things down. And if not, listen to it again and pause and write these things down. I'm sure that these steps will help any one of you. And again, thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. I hope that these tips will help you or help someone that you know, and I hope that my shenanigans today has made you laugh. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day or your evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Bye.